My name is Martin Duffy. I'm an Irish writer and I've been living in Berlin for the past 10 years. In the past two years, doing book research, I've been spending time back in Dublin. When I'm here, I stay either with family or at the Central Hotel, which is now in its 125th year of business. I stay here simply because, well, it's so central. The air coach from the airport drops me off at the side of Trinity College and I walk down, my wheeled suitcase in tow, from the bottom of Grafton Street to Exchequer Street until the corner of South Great George Street. There, I reach the hotel. How are you? How are you? <laughs> so you want a room on the second floor facing out into the noisiest uh, that, that's part right. of the hotel. But, but also put right beside the elevator as well. Good, that's good. 408, isn't it you like? If that's possible, that's right. Spending so much time in the hotel, I started to think more about its own life. <laughs> a hotel reminds me of the joke about swans looking so elegant above water but paddling like crazy below the surface. There's a whole world taken for granted. This is a look inside the world of a working hotel. My hotel room. The place that will be my home away from home for the next few days. I unpack and don't give a thought to what's gone on behind the scenes to provide me with warmth and comfort for my stay. But tomorrow morning, that will all change. Hi, Isabella. Hi, hi. Listen, I have to make a couple of calls. Can you... Thank you. Thanks. 6.30am. Not a time when I would wish to be up and about, but it's the time when the hotel comes very much to life. The first person I meet is the night porter finishing his shift. This now is kind of like the change, is that right now? This is kind of like the, the day shift starts to come in? Yeah, it will be the starting of the day shifts now, yeah. Right, okay. Like the night shifts finish at the 7 o'clock. Okay. There's only one person in the place, and now that everybody will start coming up, all the managers and all the workers. Right. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Matt. You're up early. I'm up earlier than I want to be. <laughs> How are you? Good, did good. The place is jumping into activity. I came down about 10 minutes ago and the place is hopping already. Yeah. My name is Miles Tussle. I'm the managing director of the Central Hotel in Dublin. I firmly believe that it's, it's, it's the longest operating hotel still in Dublin today, if not the country. Um, it is now a listed one building. We're a 70 bedroom hotel. We have various different types of bedrooms. No, none of them are the same. Um, and our main business is accommodation. Being a building of this age, it is always going to be uh, challenging for myself and all the staff, and particularly Eddie, to keep it the way it is. Eddie is a much-lived Dubliner with a big head of grey hair and a weathered face. He is the hotel's handyman and has been up since before dawn. He arrives to a major problem. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm the nerve centre here. You, you know, you're talking to the, the main man here. Now, don't mind Miles or anybody. I am the man. Without me, the place doesn't rock or roll. I hear you're starting the day with the problem, actually. You're I, I, I had it on the bus on the way in, yeah. Right, yes, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Already, yeah. 
we have a problem with our pump here on the fourth floor and uh, we don't know what it is <coughs> so we have an electrician on his way as well so hopefully he'll get here before many more people get up but the worst case scenario is there's nine rooms on this floor are affected they have no hot water Edward, morning not too bad there's no power uh, going to it as you can see I put the switch down already and there's no avail now look at this here uh, yeah, don't mind that. while Eddie and Miles struggle on the fourth floor downstairs at reception the problem becomes more urgent business people are early risers uh, the shower's not working it's yeah. four or six yeah we're working on it at the moment and trying ah, to fix it okay. Yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. Sorry? It's everywhere. No, just on the fourth floor. Do you want to take a shower now? I can give you a different room. No. <laughs> Breakfast is being served, with a staff of five on duty between the small restaurant and its kitchen. Meanwhile, the next hand on deck is Donna Tuttle, Miles Tuttle's daughter, who works in accounts and administration. Well, you normally have porters and reception and the duty manager in at 7am in the morning. Right. Um, you have different various staff coming in, like housekeeping in the bar. Might come in till about 9 or 10. But, um, yeah, so it ranges from mostly from housekeeping down to reception and things like that. And then you have porters who are vital to the hotel, really. One of those porters is Liam, who brings me out through the window to the first floor roof where he is surrounded by beer barrels. And so you bring all this stuff down, and then it, it gets basically uh, new delivery will come this, this stuff goes down weekly. It builds up over the week, and then fresh stuff comes in, and the old stuff goes out. That's and the kegs are, will get swapped today, or? Yeah, um, Bromers, Heineken, and Guinness are coming today. Back up on the fourth floor and the hot water problem, Eddie and Miles are joined by the electrician. The news is not good. Everything's going. Something to do with 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 something to I think that has just fallen off there now, hasn't it? Guests and workers are depending on Eddie and Miles to solve the problem. And it's all shoulders to the wheel. The night porter was supposed to leave at seven. Okay. And are you going to finish now? Because you were yeah, supposed yeah. to finish at seven. I'll finish it at seven as I'll go and hand over the reception, yeah? Because yeah, now it's whatever, it's past eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just an update on the pump on the fourth floor. Apparently there was an electrical surge and the inverter card got smashed in it. And the inverter is so that the power is changed from a three-phase to a one-phase power. So we had to send out for it. Unfortunately, it's down Raccoon, and it'll cost us about a thousand euros. Oh, God. So that's a good start to a, that's, that's, a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> 9 a.m. Deliveries in, guests fed, the hot water problem solved, the next focus is on housekeeping, as guests leave for the day or are at the end of their stay. My name is Daniele Prado. So 
like my... and, and you you start you're going to start here today and... yes my first day in the central hotel so I'm be happy because my first job in Irish so I'm be happy good and so how long have you been in Ireland two weeks only two more two weeks Great, and so um, you will start here now. Um, and there's the house manager. Is it, do you know her name? Or? Elaine, the manager, housekeeping man, Elaine. Elaine Fleming is our housekeeper, and she is a team of five to seven, depending on the time of the year, of housemates. I start my day by picking up the list from reception, my arrival list, my keys, um, the gone rooms. I go upstairs then and I allocate the rooms to my staff. They all get 14 rooms and an extra duty to do during the day. Daniel, yes. this is Adriana. Adriana. Yeah. This is Daniel. It is the responsibility of the entire team to ensure that if there's a problem, we sort it out straight away. Now, if my first couple of hours in the morning, which are the most chaotic hours, up till 11 o'clock is my most key. There's so much work to be done. And then after that, I can just focus on the bedrooms. This We have 12 different nationalities. And that's a whole different amount of cultures trying to bring into the world, buy into the one ethos of the customer's God. If the customer's happy, we get paid. Morning. If the customer is not happy, he won't come back. Then we don't get paid. And the other thing in this industry is because it's not a nine-to-five industry and staff are always looking for, I want this day off and I want that day off and I need this and I need that, you say, look, we don't write the rosters. Our guests actually write the rosters. When the guests come, we're busy, so we all work. When there's no guests here, then we can take our time off. This is where we keep our irons, ironing boards, cots. Okay. Okay. I've noticed that when you're walking down the corridor, that you're actually running your finger along the... What do you call that? Do you call that the... the dodo rail. The what? Dodo rail. So the dodo rail. But are you aware of doing that? I am, because when I worked in a hotel before, an old manager said to me many years, you should always have your cloth in your hand. So while you're walking, you're dusting. So you're saving time and energy. Right? Mm-hmm. And that way, you don't say I have a job to do. It's because when you're walking... You're automatically doing it. 10am. The working day of the hotel is now at its peak, with cleaning, catering, booking and administration all in full swing. Elaine takes the lift with Daniela to the housekeeping office on the third floor. (laughs) Welcome. You're going to the third. Open the third. That's where we have our office. We meet there every morning. What time you're on duty? Okay. 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 Right. In the morning, if you start at eight o'clock, you're on public areas, which consists of clean, either cleaning the toilets or cleaning reception. Okay. If you start at nine, you come straight to the office, and you do. I give you a list. I give you a list of your bedrooms, a list of the rooms that are going to be coming today. Okay. The rooms that are gone. Mm-hmm. The work going on all round in the hotel is ultimately about what is now happening down at reception. Another satisfied customer checking out. Morning, how are you? Fine, thank you. I'll check out. Yes, you can indeed. 
Password number? 227. Two, seven. Spirit balance is 79.60, please. Okay. That's great, thank you. Handyman Eddie is a constant presence. On the second floor, he introduces me to one of his housekeeping pals. This is a very, very special lady here. This, right. this lady here. And this lady comes all the way from Krakow. Right. And if you get talking to her, I can guarantee you, you'll run out of tape. But she never shuts up. <laughs> My name is Elizabeth. I work like housekeeping here. I have to change, change a bench, I have to hover, I have to dust, I have to... If I see something is broken, I have to report to, to reception. Or, or, or Eddie, my friend, have, I have to say to him and he has to fix it. I... Even on an average day, Elaine and her housekeeping team need to be ready for the unexpected. Housekeeping? But like today, one of my staff called in sick at ten past eight. And they start at nine, and I phoned one girl straight away and she came in to work. So you always have to keep track of the rooms with the people, with the staff, unfortunately, and they are very good about it. Um, that's my main issue, that the staff... My staff are happy. That's what I have to make sure my staff are happy. We work with each other, not against each other. One of the quirky things I like about this hotel is the daily towel animal. It's a little personal touch that puts a smile on my face each time I walk in my room and see it. It's a kind thought for the traveller. <laughs> <laughs> Since you've made two towels, <laughs> two, two towels and the way you fold them over it winds up with the, the face of a, a pig with this <laughs> I got one two days ago and it was, uh, it was uh, an elephant, elephant. Yes. Yeah. and then yesterday when I went to, the, to my room yesterday evening there was one shaped like a heart yeah yeah but for all the teamwork and the fun there is, as I'd suspected, a vulnerable side to the job. My name is Dana. I'm, uh, I'm from Poland. I'm working here six years. Um, mm-hmm. I was, yeah, housekeeping, yeah. Okay. And is there any particular incident that comes to mind, like about a time when you might have either had an unusual incident with a guest or just... You know? uh, yeah, there, there was one, uh, one guest that uh, put something on the, on the, on the cover and uh, pretend that uh, I put uh, dirty sheets, and he took me into the room and uh, showed me, then grab and start try kissing me. So it was very uh, nasty. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. Yeah, oh gosh. that's only one. <laughs> okay, so at least it was only one. Only one, yeah. Okay. 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 There has been a team of people working in this hotel. Times changed, ownership changed, staff changed. But the goal has remained the same. Keep the guest happy. Uh, going back through the generations, I don't know, but in the early 40s there was a, a lady called Miss Mullen came and she was the uh, general manager and she lived on the property and she, she lived and worked here until the late 60s. Um, she ran a very, very good operation here. The, I think she was here for the guts of 30 years or something. Um, coincidentally, her uh, nephew is Daniel O'Donnell, and when he was 16, he had her working in the kitchens here. 
and during her time she would have seen the likes of Simon and Garfunkel and people like that that would have stayed here um, a lot of the pop stars in their day would have stayed here in, in the 60s and uh, early 70s um, it then went through a change um, I don't know who the owners were oh yeah the, the owners were the Hewitts um, of Dublin and I think they were involved in the motor industry um, and I, they would have bought it off the original builders in the hotel I can't remember what time but they then sold it to a guy called Paddy Belton who was a Fine Gael TD many many years ago while every owner had their story to tell the current owner surely has the best it is a tall tale of a late night drunken poker game and a million euro hangover and uh, the current owner Jerry Condon is his name, Gildermann, was here one night in a poker game and he woke up in the bedroom the next morning with the keys of the hotel in his pocket and uh, he thought this was very strange because the hotel was the furthest thing from his mind. Um, his family were into uh, the meat business, his own business was property and development and so on and so forth. And uh, he went home, trundled on home, and got a phone call the next day from the banks. We're foreclosing on this, unless you give us a million. So he duly promptly stumped up a million. He done deal with the uh, various um, people that were involved on the day, and eventually he bought the place out in nineteen or two thousand and seven, uh, and he now owns it solely. For a large part of the early years of Jerry's. Uh, ownership of this property this property lost serious money and we're very fortunate nowadays that when the Celtic Tiger was at its boom we started making cutbacks because of the losses here and crazily we started to make money when the Celtic Tiger died and Touchwood were still making money Isabel Boyle is the multitasking linchpin of the hotel she manages the flow of people through its doors Hi, how are you? Yeah, my name's Isabel. How are you doing? What were you looking for? Leo Who doesn't know Leo? I look after all the bookings coming in. I look after all the conference bookings coming in. Look after reception. Of course you can. That's no problem. That's great. Thank you. No problem. Um, my husband had a question. I'm sorry. As to whether you had a, any stamps here? No, no. we don't Where's have any. Nearest the, post? Do you know where the tourist office is? Yes. Yeah. Just opposite there. Great. Thank okay, you. Okay, no much. problem. Thank see you later. You, you know, that's for the next couple of days. You can see we have just eight rooms to sell today. We're full tomorrow. We have two to go Saturday. That gives us an idea. Then if it's date in the long term, you just type in the date. Like so, and that tells you then how it is for, you know, a few years ago it was always Friday and Saturday night would be booked out. And then probably about the last two, three summers, it'd be just the Saturday night. You always had rooms to sell on a Friday night. Now it's back to the, the two, the Friday and Saturday night are both selling now together, which is good. So. Good afternoon, Central Hotelers. What's speaking? Eddie, yeah. I went to school with Eddie. Um, he's probably one of Dublin's biggest characters. Um, he, he is uh, ingenious in solving a lot of our problems at a tenth of the cost if you brought in outside contractors. Um, he is hard work at times, but 
that goes with the territory. This is this is the nerve centre in here, you know. This this is the main part. This is the engine room in here. Okay. Oh yeah. This is very few people get in here, you know. You're privileged. This is where it all happens. In here. This is your master this control room. Is, this is the control room. This is it here now. Everything is in here, all the spare parts. Well, most of the spare parts for motors and pumps and everything is in here that we need to keep the place running. Right. So shelves and shelves of everything from... Yeah, well, bulbs, all the different bulbs for all the different things and... Um, electrical connections. All electrical gear for the lights that break in the rooms and... Even uh, toilet lids I see up here. Yes, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. There uh, covers off the toilets, toilet seats. Um, we we've spares for everything, radiator valves, everything, and we use them every day. Every day we we use most of the stuff that you see in here. This is French polish. That table outside there yesterday was all scratched. So I polished that up yesterday, and that's ready to go back into one of the rooms again now. This is it. Very few people get in here now. You're Thank you for the privilege. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> no, no, keep it quiet. <laughs> 3 p.m., and it's the changing of the guard. Isabel comes to the end of her shift, and Brendan takes over as the duty manager. He also meets Daniela at the end of her first day. Hello, ladies. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm fine. Who is this, please? <laughs> Who are you? Good. I'm first day now. <laughs> ah, well, well, welcome to the oh, thank you. of fire. Brazilian? Brazilian, I, yes. I, I, <laughs> so that's you guys signing off now. What? You finished now for the day. Up to now, about 20 people have been working in the hotel. At this point, the number goes down to about seven. Right, I'm going to go into now the conference business for tonight, so... This is what's happening today in, in our eight, eight, eight meeting rooms. OMS is a product testing. It's a new cheese product that they're doing for Kerry Foods. So they're setting up the system for people to come in and taste and give their verdict on it. That's in one of the bigger rooms. And that's the auditions, which is then going to go to a meditation class. That's the product display, the closed display, which is going to IPSC, which is the political group. Greenworks is a renewable energy which is then going to be transferred to Dublin Pride, which is 40 in a theatre-style setup with, uh, with no, no specific details. And Paddy O'Kelly is a fashion agent. He's staying, he's here for two weeks, so we just go in and clean his room, just empty the bins and so on. So that's relatively simple. So that's one aspect of the job we've got to do tonight. Now, I do that with, with, the, uh, with our evening porter plus the bar, plus the food, plus any accommodation needs, plus any... See you, take care, thanks. There will be requirements for us to go and help people switch on lights in rooms and check radiator settings and so on. The Americans are famous for that. They don't know how to work uh, the Irish electricity system because some of the lamps have three or four switches on them, so they often need help with that. <laughs> or if they need extra pillows or just the general day-to-day -day detail of, of a hotel. Roughly speaking... The hotel handles 30,000 bed nights per year. That's a lot of people. Inevitably, some stand out more than others. 
and they tend to be American. Well, we did have um, an American guest um, stay here one year and he stayed here for roughly about two weeks or so. Very, very nice gentleman and he stayed with his wife. But he, he had a little problem at night times. He would sleepwalk and we'd find him wandering nude around the hotel randomly and we could be in the bar and next thing this nude man would just appear in the doorway and of course you want to save his dignity and you kind of don't want to give him a shock or anything and it, it, was, it was quite, and God bless him, he was, he was so nice about it and so lovely and, you know, you have to take things like that with a bit of, you know you have to understand and everything and the wife came down and started giving out to him the next morning in front of us saying you know I told you to lock that door and all this and it was quite entertaining (laughs) this would happen over a period of nearly two weeks every night so we'd have the bathrobe ready every night for him (laughs) but I mean there's loads of of instances of people uh, coming to reception and you know demanding the weirdest things and uh, you know, why is it raining? You know, or alternatively, we have people from California coming into the reception during the summertime and saying, We came to Ireland because of the rain. How come there's no rain? You know, and quite irate about it. The record is 19 calls Monica's got with me in the night as a duty manager to go to a room to get them something. All right, okay. From a pillow to, to switching on the telly. 19 calls is there. Um, mm. And then there's the hotel's most loyal customer. In fact, he lives in it most of the year. Yeah, um, well, yeah. Well, my, uh, my name is John Golf, and uh, I'm I'm retired, and I have been in various different hotels, but the Central Hotel is the one I like most, and that's why I've spent so much time here. Uh, and how how long have you been staying here now? Well. Uh, we'll say within the last year, possibly seven, eight months altogether, you know. Um, I have um, held a home in Thailand, but I come back and forth to Ireland a lot, and so I always like to come back here to Stevens Green and into this hotel. Um, the fact that now that uh, I... The fact that I know all the staff so well that I'm just... Like, uh, it's nearly like a family now to me, you know, and uh, it has this kind of old world charm, and it, um, you know, like all older hotels, it has a lot of character. This is the room that Simon and Garfunkel, not together, but they used to stay in when they were here, right. and it's commonly known as the Simon Garfunkel room. Unlike all the other rooms, um, we kept this room. The trappings in this room, the four-poster bed scenario, we kept that as it was. Yes, we repainted, re, re electrics, plumbing. wasn't really changed, the plumbing. I'll show you that now. It's a big four-poster bed, as you can see. It is a huge bathroom with a jacuzzi. And we have two wash-hand basins, his and hers. And there's a walk-in wardrobe as well. At this time of the evening, a place that has been described as Dublin's best-kept secret becomes the focus of activity in the hotel, the library bar. While I was tucked away in one of its quiet corners, I was accosted. Dining room, please. 
not dining room. This is not disturbing. We're disturbing this man's peace. Where's the bar? We're in the bedroom. Straight. <laughs> straight. Straight across the landing to the left. Thank you. <laughs> As the day comes to an end, I meet Summer, who is from China and has worked in the bar since 2003. It's okay for me. I feel the library bar is quite comfortable for the customer and uh, kind of easy for the bartender as well. And you have the time to communicate with the customer as well. So you can see you have lots of travelers from French, Spain, and you will see lots of the different cultures. And sometimes the customer is no good English, even, well, English, no, my mother tongue as well. So you need to do the body language, communicate with them. It's quite funny. Um, how to say it? During this long time working here, I just a few is my home already. No, I don't. I'm going to have a look around. I do a security check every hour, where I walk and make sure everybody's closed the bedroom doors and make sure there's nothing obvious wrong, and then I'll... Um, I don't stop for a formal break, really. On a bit on a night like tonight, I would I would on a quiet Tuesday night or a Monday night, but uh, I, I can, tend to keep going and uh, to keep my finger on the pulse, basically, because it's constantly changing. They're going to come out in a moment as they hit the bar. I have to be ready to back up the bar. If two meetings finish at the same time, then I'm going to be able to you know, direct them accordingly. Okay. Yeah. 11.30pm Just when it might be expected that things wind down for the night a coachload of Norwegians arrive to check in It's a group booking, yes They have 12 rooms, 11 doubles and one single in total It's a big group And how long they are here for the weekend? They are here for, for three days, yes Okay all right. And now you finish? Soon? I'm finishing now. Well, I was supposed <laughs> to finish at 11 o'clock, okay. <laughs> but I'm still here. So. I know they were arriving at this time. Or no, I have no idea now, because sometimes they arrive latest because of the flights or anything. Right. So we don't know like when they will be arriving. Sometimes they do let us know, you know. So the whole cycle starts all over again. I saw you this morning at yeah. 7 with seven the whole problem that um, when, when the uh, thing with the water and all that yeah. kind of stuff has gone on. And now you come back in and you will be taking care of the whole night of what goes yeah, on. Yeah, I will be, yeah. So the first person I met this morning is the last one I see tonight before heading off to my room. I won't be awake at 6 tomorrow morning when the whole cycle starts again. And it will be a few months before I am back in Dublin again. But in future, I won't take my comfort and my towel animals so much for granted. <laughs>